Hello, this is the host of this episode, Kim, and you are going to be listening to a very passionate letter about February. This part is meant to engage and feel the frustrations with the wider community, as I would put it. There is no second part this time. You know I'm getting my flow. Some housekeeping rules to keep in mind, be respectful in the comment section. Harassment is dealt with by the community. Discuss what needs to be discussed as an audience, and I'll start highlight shows on live streams. Probably start a Discord or something, wink wink. Thank you for hearing me out. I'd be happy if you subscribe or shared my little corner of the internet. I mean, you don't have to. Remember, you have free will. Happy post-Black History Month. I spent the entirety of February celebrating, consuming, and expressing my culture. Happy Black History Month to my uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, sisters, brothers, and aunties. Shout out to the underground art scene for being the most incredible places for up-and-coming artists all over Atlanta. I went to two events last month. The Arts Atlanta, they have their events every Friday of every month. It's like an amusement park for creativity. Smoking is allowed. The event is packed full of entertainment. Hit up their social media and get free tickets to their next event next coming month. All the black love, black music, black fine arts inspiring. The second event was the sixth year anniversary of Peter Street Station, an art community center and art gallery. I love to see it. I love to experience it. The entire experience being amongst such artists in a house party type event. It was like stepping into another world. Follow their Facebook and Instagram for daily activities, and when they are not tearing up the blog and special events, you and your significant other can go there to reconnect and have fun. You and your girlies can have a weekend under $20 and a more impactful spending practice. The pride of the many backgrounds reflected by the curators, the artists, the musicians, the owners, many of their works you can buy straight out of the gallery. Invest in fine art, support your local community. Also, ask for a tour. This bit of history gives me hope that we can change a lot by collaborating. We just have have to find those spaces and invest the crap out of them. The small independent organizations creating community impact are grassroots starter points for many activists. Hello, my name is Kim and you're listening to The I wasn't going to spend my February talking about black and white issues, but I will this March. If you're more concerned about profanity and the language that I use in order to communicate my frustrations with wider society and how that affects my everyday life, bitch, you need to be listening with your ears. I'm not here to coddle your feelings. I'd even be impressed that you can get through this episode and move forward with a much clearer understanding of black and white relations. Now remember, if the shoe fits, wear it. This past February, the caucasity was at its all-time low in this cycle, but still some bullshit happens. Can we agree that Ron DeSantis is a KKK member? Can you hear the dog whistles? I mean, he is a racist. He doesn't care about black people, thinking so little of us. He'd go as far as to deliberately erase us from history and shift the blame of racism on the very black people calling him out for it. Our children won't be able to know what generations before us have accomplished and still have yet to accomplish. Not like what we had was adequate enough. Black kids are taught by racist teachers, racist school boards dealing with racist parents raising racist kids. And that's how it's been since 
desegregation. Dear white people of Florida who say they're not racist, let's address a few things. Having black people in history is not a problem. If you're more concerned that educating your child will make them think of themselves as racist, you're just as racist as your parents. If you're a millennial, your grandparents. I mean, it's impossible to see how the children in their 20s and younger today can use their more racist grandparents' shortcomings to create a better place for everyone. I inherited my parents' poverty. You've inherited your parents' wealth. That's what you've inherited. And that's what we want you to recognize. It's time to start unpacking. Black people don't give a flying fuck about your fucking feelings. We need you to address how many times we've been set back by ignorant decisions and bullshit ideas that were and still are in place. Your racist governor does not care about your children. I mean, why would he when his kids don't even go to your schools? 288 school shootings since 2009 and no safety measures in place to make sure suicidal, mass-murdering basement dwellers don't get their hands on guns. I mean, do you want people who want to cause this much death and violence to have guns? The military doesn't even give you a gun until you pass basic training and some psychiatric tests just to make sure you don't kill the person training you. That is gun responsibility, where only people who are responsible enough can have guns. Another episode, lots more information there. So. Why black history? One of the many areas that have been incredibly misconstrued is black history. White institutions purposely neglect focus on many parts of history, but more specifically, black history. I went to a predominantly white institution in elementary school and in high school, but for middle school, I went to a majority black school. There are many, many schools like this where minority races attend the same schools. I didn't know why at the time, but I'm fortunate enough to experience this firsthand. Going to a majority black middle school, I learned about black history. By comparison, predominantly white institution world history paints a picture of amazing white people. Paul Revere, Columbus, Isaac Newton, not a single black inventor, world changer, genius in sight. None of our history, but we did a whole project on the European history, the Byzantine Empire, Roman Empire, England's long line of royal inbred blood, both world wars and the Holocaust, and we can't even get past how long the slave trade was going on for, how Reconstruction was a by-mouth list of worldly promises to level the playing field by giving reparations. But you weren't there during slavery. Yeah, neither was I. Are y'all so much of a bitch as to not look at how fucked up your ancestors got the world I have to live in too? All to ensure your current status of social, economic, and political supremacy. Your mama raised a bitch with a fragile self-esteem. You are weak emotionally. You'd rather take history as a personal attack. That's the fucking frustration. Our history is glossed over because either it shows direct ties of white people committing genocide, colonizing, stealing resources, and benefiting people, companies, and corporations who are currently here. Take responsibility or keep your bitch-ass opinions. Who is me? White tears to yourself. I don't want to hear it. As a collective, you're not doing enough. You don't have black friends if you don't fight for their lives. You're not a good person if you can't have a conversation like this without centering yourself in the story. You have millions of movies that already do that. If you're getting defensive hearing this in this tone, this message was never going to reach you if I said it nicer. You dog on Malcolm X for being too radical and watered down MLK to bandage your racist biases. You won't be able to kick it with us without understanding us, respecting us, and working with us. So let's start from the beginning. If you have a map, zoom in on the entire coast of West Africa. I'm going to 
speed run this like I'm teaching a fifth grade class. West Africa, present day Ghana. It was a lot like Europe during the 1400s. Trademarked products, blacksmithing, amazing medicine, rich and interesting cultures throughout. Different tribes became kingdoms. They went to war like the rest of the world did. They just didn't have guns. But that changed when the Europeans started trading with them. Europeans have always traded with Africans, but mostly in the Middle East. With the rise of traveling technology worldwide, the rest of the world learned more and more about the vast riches of Africa. Also, during the time, the whole world had slaves, indentured servants, and debtors. Slavery was still very fucking bad, but the function of slavery back then was deeply rooted in regional economics. White people sold white people. Ireland. Exploring was never exploring to discover and make friends with the rest of the world. The primary function of science, exploration, mapping, documentation was to find out how to get more money. It's the hunt for gold. And when gold isn't found, what resources are around to cultivate and sell to make more money? That's colonization. Write this down we're doing math. Back on the coast of West Africa, 1415, the Portuguese came and stole entire tribes and started selling people for products in Europe. 175,000 Africans ended up in France, Spain, Portugal, Italy, all over Europe. African kingdoms started getting involved at the same time as they were having fans flamed between them by slave traders. The richer kingdom somehow has a whole lot of new weapons and a whole lot fewer competing kingdoms. It's a win-win until it wasn't. Foreign luxuries poured in at cheaper prices because slaves were in such a high demand. This kind of slavery was very different in the way that it was generational. Chattel slave being black became racialized and brought the idea back to the new world. So that kicked off the transatlantic slave trade from 1526 to 1867. An estimated 12.5 million captured men, women, and children were hunted down by Portuguese and warring African tribes, traded for goods from Africa to the New World. 10.7 million in America, 5 million in the Caribbean, and the native population was already enslaved on those islands. 250,000 to 650,000, and that's what was just documented. A paper trail. Millions of people fell through the cracks because they were either killed and not written about, or died of new diseases. Native people were robbed of their land. Black people were robbed of their bodies. How many people were displaced, disenfranchised, enslaved, raped, murdered, pillaged, and lied to by your great, great grand ancestors? who controlled with guns, not words. You've inherited every advantage they've made to ensure that you, a white person, can be on property they killed someone for. How about you go back to your fucking country? I wouldn't be a Haitian immigrant to America if America didn't get involved with my country. For Africa too, don't forget, after the slave trade, Africans survived colonization and multiple genocides in their own continents. A different world. I can't speak on it. Yet. America was conceived 1609, technically 1541 by the French, but they didn't stay because they were fighting the Spanish. They had slaves too, by the way. After all those years of being slaves worldwide, coming to America wasn't a choice either. The founding fathers never gave a fuck about black people. So don't Alexander Hamilton your way through this one. No more make-believe sympathy. Grow the fuck up. He was racist. If they did care, we wouldn't have slaves from the moment the American Revolution was over, 1783. 
we, the white people of European descent, have unanimously decide first to enslave a group of people by their skin, but also steal land, commit genocide, colonize, enslave, exploit, claim intellectual properties, and also erase them out of the narrative so that we always look like the good guys. We had the opportunity to right wrongs and help heal formerly enslaved people and make peace with their stolen land. But no, the war was expensive and slave labor was free. It was not explicitly said aloud, but the silence on this unanimous decision is deafening. That's the legacy in the history you violently protecting. Speaking of violently protecting history, the Civil War. Yes, it was about slavery. Do you want to read the Confederate Constitution or should I? 1861 took five years to fight for the freedom of black people in America. Now let's clear some things up. Northerners hated black people just as much as Southerners did. They just didn't like native people more. Lincoln hated black people too. If I could keep the Union without freeing a single slave, I would. His words. The Civil War wasn't even about the abolishment of slavery. Northerners just didn't want it to spread out west and America was doing more murdering and displacement of indigenous people at the time. So preoccupations. Slavery was already on its way out considering it was super unpopular. Seven states out of the 30 states kept slaves. Slave revolts tearing up Louisiana to Tennessee. No shit. It's unsustainable. And when you look at the timeline, I hope you've been writing this down. How many years was that total? Please send any and all responses through the link tree in the description. From the moment Reconstruction started, 1865 and ended in 1877, that was 12 years of political gain, record voting, 12 years of black expulsion. White majority places became sundown towns. Black cities and towns started booming though. Colorism. Clark University and Shaw University were established. This was the only time we kind of had universal equality among all, but it only only lasted until the troops were called back and the majority white communities let the racist be in charge again. The KKK was first established in 1865 by Confederate veterans who went home after war and rallied local communities and became cops. Same difference. Now to add a death toll to wrap your head around what black people mean when we say it's not just slavery. 2,000 people were lynched during Reconstruction. Between Reconstruction and World War to over 4,400, but that's the lowest estimate. An estimated 100 cities, communities, towns were flooded, burned down, or raided, and turned into ghost towns during those years too. Now I'm going to make it personal. 1945 was when World War II ended. I met Holocaust survivors when I was in elementary school. Great grandparents, some of them. Some of yours were racist. If they were born at the earliest 1946 to 1964, a lot of your great grandparents, grandparents, some of you, fucked up a lot of black people's lives. It was the norm. Go ahead and call them a porch monkey. We don't care if they're missing. We gotta tell the sheriff if there's a black man walking on the side of the road at night. And so the lynchings continued from 1877 to 1968. Black people could not vote, run for election, establish cities, towns without them ending up like Tulsa or worse. We fought in World War II and did not get the kickbacks. Many white Americans moved out into suburban neighborhoods with the help from the government. Black people 
people coming from HBCUs, lived in close proximity to white people, lived by the colored laws. Those who lived comfortably under white supremacy were acceptable. Now it's 1950 to 1960s. Your grandparents' time. Ask your grandparents what it was like during those days growing up. You all keep saying it was great. Teenagers went to drive-in movies, proms were cute, women stayed in the kitchen, college was free, not a black person in sight. The good old days, right? But grandpa wasn't racist. Oh, but my grandpappy walked with MLK, then who the fuck stopped MLK from getting assassinated? Did he start investing in black businesses when MLK said stop working with white economic powers? Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about how your grandparents loved black people or that they marched with Martin Luther King. The American Indian student activists, Black Panther parties, Malcolm X, JFK, and many people of color and LGBTQ collectives, plus the Amish and the hippies, those who banded together to fight for the rights of people everywhere were assassinated, bombed, murdered, imprisoned by the fucking government and local police. That's what your grandparents committed collectively. Then they collectively elected Ronald Reagan and a lot of Republicans into office. Your great-grandparents shit the bed. Your grandparents shit the bed. Your parents shit the bed. Are you really expecting us to clean it up? My parents were born in the 1970s to 1980s, two years after the overt racist ideas of America were magical negroed away. Acceptable black people came into power, created businesses, being conservative to be liked by white people instead of survival. With that, white people created a dog whistle hierarchy for which was not deserving of being lynched, but definitely deserving of getting shot. Cop! During that time, the same racism and fucked up ideals about black people became unpopular to say out loud, but popular to vote for. Police officers got the good old blue paint to mask over the rich, white, straight cis heteronormative white supremacist values they violently protected. Silent rage and ignoring the years of violence. That's the system that helped white people thrive for centuries. Ask your mothers and fathers what they thought about black people even back then. I'm going to make another episode later on about what those 55 years have brought us to. Dear the wider community, and I'm talking about all of you now, looks like we can address the current state of affairs now. Progressive and ignorant statements make us fight. The politics of America today and how it was intended to control and subjugate the workers who make all the money. We still have racial profiling targeted for police brutality, redlining, hate crimes, and have to point out the remnants of racial racist ideas on microaggressions. Racism. America was built on the backs of hatred and division. Light skin versus dark skin. Light skin only decreased the likelihood of being hate crimes, not ensured that it won't happen. If you're not white, your features become a focal point of many people's intrusive thoughts. We had to create our culture out of survival, abuse, joy, anger, love, fear, resilience, and resentment. A multitude of us are now recognizing the harmful patterns that our families found normal. But it was no surprise that every root cause of our generational curses was inflicted by the whiter majority. Every generation was collectively fucked up because of white people not wanting to do the hardest part. We are the survivors of our ancestors and we've inherited a multitude of injustices 
has done unto us for generations. The Civil War, the Civil Rights era was the first big push for more work to be done. That was 55 years ago. How did black people vote? How did black people ensure and advocate for their rights? We tried many different methods, but we didn't get far. Some of your parents and grandparents were teenagers during the Civil Rights era. That's how long it took us to address setbacks. You did not inherit our generational and intentional subjugation. The whole world saw black people, people of African descent, as something to be treated as a low-grade object. You can say you don't care about race or how you treat different individuals all the same, but it's so obvious when you're visibly racializing us. It's the preconceived notion that y'all don't see us as people like you, just as deserving as you. Our lives are as valuable as yours. I will not ignore current injustices to our people by politicians who do not care and stay silent. What they are doing is racist and wrong. They need to be out of politics. It's time we up our standards and vote out those who do not serve us as a whole. Give us what we're owed. Are y'all gonna keep bitching about how black people are so angry? Let me give you a little bit of perspective. The 2000s were when I was growing up. Imagine going to school with a bunch of fucking racist sixth graders. You'd rather have ignorant white kids harassing black people. That's the shit a whole lot of us at predominantly white institutes have to deal with. You're more concerned about your baby's feelings. You don't even recognize what a piece of shit you've raised. How about being told you have a better chance at living if you degrade yourself for the amusement of the people who see you as nothing but a fucking care, not a person. The number of white supremacist groups keeps climbing adding hate crimes performed by cops because we call that them doing their jobs. Truly, it is black and white. Ignoring these facts is only going to exasperate the problems between us. How about we start working with each other to find solutions we can all be happy with? Why we can't get along? We don't want shit to do with you and I guess I'm going to have to tell you why. Keep in mind, if the shoe fits, wear it. <clears throat> First of all, we all know why white people can't say nigga. If if you're curious to see the reaction of your whiter society friends, have them listen to this podcast. Listen here. White people will never understand the nuances and respect or creative ways we speak. It's almost as if we're black and have a different cultural background because our lives are nothing like yours. You don't get to play hello fellow negro on the internet. Unless you were raised in the environment, poverty does have its traits. Even then, slim to none of y'all are with us like that. So don't speak like us at all. You will never understand the undertones. If you feel bad for how black people are treated in America, research why that is. Ask more questions. Why are black people so put off with the phrase, it's okay to be white? Ask a black person who won't lessen the blow when they explain it to you. And if you can't, share this episode. To know that you're hearing from the right sources, look into what we say and make sure it's coming from credible sources and not self-interested grifters. That's why I ask my viewers to fact check me. Pin sources that support or disprove what I say. It better be credible. It's okay to be white. It's expected to be white. You're the expectation. The high bar the rest of us can't get to. You're the fucking standard. So much so, there are no nude colors for black people, even in professional spaces, for standard uniforms. Enough of the self-centered bullshit. Get over your white guilt. How about becoming more self-aware about how politics don't ever fucking affect your life? Wild thought, but white people who live in the intersection of minority and privilege, white and trans, white and woman, white, gay,
gay man, white and poor, white and disabled, white and religious minority, what have you. Let's talk about you all for a second. In all technicalities, you live more in adversity than you do in privilege. There will never be room for you if you side with the right-wing propaganda and fascism. You may be white, but you're still not the ideal. So, when looking for a new target of discrimination, you're next. I've recognized that white skin protects and deflects from a lot worse conditions. That's privilege. The only thing we expect white people to do when it comes to the relationship between white and black people, if you don't know the context of what is going on, stay the fuck out of it. Mind your business. I don't want to hear your ignorant perspectives because you're not black. Stop putting yourselves in our stories. Stop centering yourselves in our lives. We are not accessories to how good you are. We are not purses to be paraded around in your conversations. Your parents never had to fight to be recognized as people in this country. We, the black people of today, are demanding that you treat us how you treat yourselves, regardless. Stop dragging your feet. Not tall enough, not manly enough, not in muted colors, lower your tone in order to be respected in order to be deserving of rights. We are here. We are telling you we exist. We're getting the wrong kind of focus and every solution is an afterthought. We can rewrite the script and get rid of the laws. Change the rules from smaller courts to bigger governing systems. This contract got us here, but we need a new contract that addresses current needs, not maintain old racist bitch ass views of how the world works. We don't want your tears. We don't want your guilt. We don't want your shame. We don't want your heroism. We don't want your pity. We don't want extra rights. Keep your racist dead people in the box or you can join them sooner rather than later. What would the founding fathers think, buddy? I don't care what the founding fathers think. I don't care what my regular father thinks. Actually, you know what the founding fathers would probably say to you right now? Lynch that nigger up. From the Declaration of Independence 1783 to 1968. White people had hundreds of years to do what they wanted to do with this country. That's the reality of our history. You can clearly see how not having black people and other minorities in politics, education, healthcare, and law created an environment where only white people were involved and only white people made the rules. So for a fucking racist to tell me I have to play their game and follow their rules, it is a rigged game. We don't have a voice because that's how it was intended. We live in a system because that's how it was intended to be. The problem comes from all the hurt going unaddressed. Stop feeling bad about us going through adversity and start fighting for us. That's what an ally is. Put yourselves in the line of fire for the advancements of us all, ensuring change for all. The whole struggle and frustration is not about you. This is about inadequacies in a system we were born in and had no choice to be in. As we come of age and take over the government, I say no more. Change this shit for us and the future. Any proposed solution that does not help marginalized groups is a slippery slope to genocide. I want to see y'all throw hands so that we can leave racist ideals in the past. White people need to correct white people. Disqualify misinformation when it's obvious. Stand up for us in private and in public. You are not a savior. We are not the victim. You're just fighting alongside us. How about you stop ignoring black voices and completely ignore racially implied rhetoric that incites division. Once you sit down and understand us in all 
all honesty. Stop getting offended when we let you know it's a you thing. Oh, but freedom of speech. Freedom of speech meant white people can call us whatever they wanted. We'd be hate crime for talking back. Freedom of speech was never meant to protect and value black voices. Black people had to fight for the right to say things I'm saying in the way that I'm saying them. After mulling over this for the entirety of February, I gathered a multitude of information as to how we can ensure our rights and safety. I mean, after we established the vetting system and everything from the last episodes and maybe more ideas here and there, by all means, I do want to hear what the listeners have to say. You are right. Slavery was years ago. You had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with that. So why the fuck am I living in these conditions today? Why aren't you correcting what has been wrong for hundreds of years? You can say that America is not a racist country. I hope you like hospital food. Look at the shit we've had to endure, live through, and inherit. All lives matter bullshit. You want to protect your children from being seen as racist? I want to protect my children from racists like you. My children will have no right but to learn about racism due to the fact that they live it in their everyday lives. So what makes it an option for you? Just because your feelings are gonna get hurt, you should ignore the rest of us who have gone through it. Everywhere we look in the past, we've seen countless times black people and people of color in America consistently being taken advantage of and concentrated on as if we are the problem, as if our existence in this country is a problem. If you can't see the wrongs in our past, you should not speak on how we learn about it. Not everything with sunshine and rainbows. There was never the good old days when black people were hanging from trees. America is a dictatorship under the beautiful guise of democracy. Anthony Ellison. Happy Black History Month. Seems like only one of us is actually celebrating. 